And we are live for, it's been a while. Okay, so I have to look at that computer. Why? If, if I want to look at the screen. Oh, got it. Hey everybody, how are you? It's Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training and the lovely Joelle. And here we are with the What Would Jeff Do show. We do this, well, we're we're away for two weeks, so we're just fitting it in. What do day? It when we can. What day of the week is today? Sunday, I don't Monday. Even freaking know anyway, Sunday. it's tonight. <laughs> it's tonight. It's a one-hour show, and it's a Q and A show, and we do this um, normally on Wednesdays and Fridays from seven to eight p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're out here in California right now, working with the four dogs. If you don't know what the four dogs are, you can actually um, just go back on our social media um, feed and just learn more about the four dogs that came from all the way from California to Florida, went back to California, and now we're in California, and um, we're actually making a whole video on it. And if you want to see what's happening daily while we are here for a week at the client's house, Instagram is great. Instagram stories, you'll see a lot of it. So you see a lot of the daily stuff on Instagram stories, and then we'll be making a couple of key um, videos for Instagram feed and Facebook feed. Joelle will do that. Some of the stuff will probably go up onto YouTube shorts. Um, and we're streaming live on Rumble. At least I'm hoping Rumble is working tonight. So if you're on Rumble, let me know. Just put in a little comment on Rumble. Um, and this is a Q&A show and we, most people ask us how to stop unwanted behaviors. So we're always talking about, we're using the word punishment. So the word punishment is um, um, uh, uh, Are you losing your train of thought? I was just reading this ridiculous comment from Salt Lake. Yeah. So punishment is um, uh, not abuse. Um, abuse is actually a serious, serious situation there. It's been overused. It's been overaccused. Ooh. Overused and overaccused. There we go. Um, and all it is is just the opposite of a reward. It's just a negative, negative thing you do to the dog. It could be anything. I mean, you could actually shake a can of pennies, um, and the dog actually like responds and stops it on want to behavior. So like that's not you know it's ridiculous what's happening out there. We're very aware about all the different countries banning stuff. Big deal. So are Ritz crackers in eight countries. So. Ha. They're um, banned, banned? Yeah. Like you can't buy them. They're illegal. So if someone sold you Ritz, you could get in trouble? Yeah, yeah, you can get in trouble. Stealing drugs? Um, probably, but I don't know if it's on the same count. The chances are there are countries where drugs are legal, but Ritz crackers are not. Absolutely. 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 Yep. So here we go. Let's go right down the questions. Oh, great, Bully Strong. Thanks for letting me know that um, Rumble is working. Pretty soon, oh, I will be doing exclusive shows on Rumble. I might do a morning show, which is right now on hiatus while I'm out here in California. Um, once in a while, maybe I'll do one a week instead of five a week. I do a morning show called Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff. I do that every um, uh, morning at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. But right now, it's sort of on hold. So don't worry about it. We'll be there. We'll be there. All right. Let's get right to the questions. Jay Drink Walter, we missed you, Jay and Jay. Oh, we miss you too. Too Snuggle Buns says, "Hey everyone." Hey, hey. Snuggle Buns. Sawblade Entertainment. I feel like there's part of this missing. Okay. We might need to like retype it. All right. But they said haven't been able to find the video they mentioned and prove it was a brand I'd use. But 
I was told that e-collars can kill a human and that's why I shouldn't. Okay, well. I get it. Okay, so anybody that says e-collars can kill a human is a stupid fucking idiot and they have no idea what they're talking about. You can't kill, can't kill, a, human you can't kill a human with an e-collar. Okay, it cannot be done. So again, whoever made that video is an, is is unethical and is a liar and has the intelligence of a snail because there is no proof that that's probably ever happened. In fact, you can wear 10 e-collars, activate all of them, submerge yourself in water, and you actually wouldn't feel them. Um, uh, uh, and you still wouldn't die unless you drowned. So <laughs> there you go. So there's something called fact, and there's something called I'll just write a lie online, which is everywhere. And if people are not smart enough to realize that the amount of lies that are online, well, then you might want to disconnect your internet. Next. Stephanie says, hi, Jeff. Neighbor friend has a biting chihuahua, bites upon arrival. Owner says, give food. It's helping, but still bites sometimes. Help. Right. So number one, that is a stupid idea. Like your dog, why would I come to your house and give your dog food knowing that it's going to bite? So instead, the responsible thing is, frankly, put the chihuahua away. Put If you own a biting dog that bites people when they come in the house, you put the dog away. That's that. That's what it does. That's what you do. That's called being a responsible dog owner. Now, you can also keep the dog on a leash and just don't let it approach people coming in. That's also responsible to do. But I am not coming in your house and giving your dog, your biting dog food, Chihuahua or, or Corso. No, it's your dog. You take responsibility for your dog. So does the, the dog help? Yeah, it, you're building a relationship with the dog, not by you bringing the dog food, but by the, do, by, by, by the dog just seeing you more. But guess what? Have somebody new walk in, it's going to bite them. You don't stop biting with food. The dog needs to be corrected. So what do you do? If anything, you walk in with a bonker, which is a rolled up towel, and you go, no, and you bonk the dog. I'm not encouraging people to kick dogs, but the dog walks up to you, you boot it. That's like, again, I'm not encouraging people to kick dogs, but I'm just saying, if you can't fucking keep your biting dog away from me, I will keep your biting dog away from me. And why people don't take this more seriously, I don't know. But it is extremely irresponsible for your neighbor to be doing what they are doing. Next. Um, let's see. See, Amir, hi, Jeff, leash reactivity. What do you recommend to do if the prong makes activation and escalation when the correction is applied in the loading phase? Um, I've got 10 or 12 different things. Do a one-on-one -on -one consult with me. There's so many things you can be doing. A bonker actually will work. Probably one of the best things out there is a bonker. An e-cower absolutely works. You can you have use a squirt bottle. You have to find a punisher. Also, your timing might be wrong on the prong collar. But there is absolutely a protocol that we can figure out that will absolutely work. 
So I would recommend doing a one-on-one -on -one consult with me. I do one-on-ones all the time. And if you go to Academy, or if you want to put that in, academy.solidcaninetraining.com. So most people pay thousands of dollars to stop leisure activity, and we can do it in one um, uh, uh, consult. Also, we have courses available on the Academy for leisure activity. So I would encourage you to get one of our courses. So get one of our courses as well, and we'll help you. But you don't need to go to a dog trainer. You can, I can help you online, stop leisure activity. Thousands of people have had their dogs, probably even more than thousands, stop leech reactivity with our courses, our consults, and with our free material. Next. Kim says, hi, guys. Hey, hey Kim. how are you, Kim? Kim? Sawblade, exactly what I thought. I ended up walking away because it wasn't worth my time. About what? How e-collars can kill a human. Oh, yeah. You're an idiot. You're a fucking stupid idiot. Sorry. But, but, but it needs to be said. It needs to be said. Like... And whoever wrote this piece, it's no, like I think they said it in person. Oh, they said it in person. Somebody they know. Yeah, they're an idiot. Then they're an idiot. They're an idiot, right? They probably believe the Earth is flat too. Next, Renegade says, "Not gonna lie, I've been going through withdrawals of your content. Enjoy California and hurry back to Florida." Well, just check to just look at our Instagram stories. Just look at our Instagram stories. We're still putting stuff up. Yeah, but we're being sporadic with podcasts. Now. Yeah, yeah, of course, absolutely. We'll get, we'll, I miss Florida. You know, yeah. We'll, we'll, I'm homesick. But we, we can do, we can do, if in this time slot, we can we can do um, podcasts. We'll do another one this week. We'll probably do two of them this week. Next. Oh, if I make it. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, Brittany says, hello, everyone. Hey, Brittany. How are you? Lori, spot on, Jeff. Can you discuss the natural fear instinct many pups experience? Yeah. Pups have fear. Dogs have fear. Not just puppies, like as in like 14, 16 week old puppies, but dogs. Dogs have fear. And you can work a dog through fear. You don't like need to go slow and steady either. You can just jump right in. So you can have a dog that's been afraid of the steps for years and teach them how to go up the steps in less than 15 minutes. Any decent dog trainer can teach a dog to go up and down steps in less than 15 minutes that's been afraid of it for years. As well as like going swimming, as well as like walking. Like There are people that like, my dog's afraid of walking on wet grass. I'm like, no, it is not. I can get your dog to walk on wet grass in about three minutes. I can get your dog to recall across wet grass. I can get your dog to do a downstay on wet grass. So there's a lot of people out there that just don't know how to work a dog through fear. And a lot, and people will be like, well, I've tried with food. Your dog won't take food. And any knowledgeable dog trainer, dog owner knows these things. These are people that just don't know what to do, which is fine. But start listening to the people that do know what to do. Next. Um, Brittany said, hope you're having a wonderful trip. Yeah, a lot of work, exhausting work. Mm -hmm. It's nonstop. It's nonstop exhausting work. I mean, we're training four dogs at once right now at the owner's house. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's not like it's painful and terrible. We're having a great time. We have great 
the, the owners are fantastic. We love yeah. them. Pasha and Ashley and little baby Emma are fantastic. And yeah, they've been very they've been they, they've been great. In fact, I thought I'd buy can see if we can get, you know, Ashley on doing an interview. Mm. You know, maybe a live or something. I usually feel really awkward going into like people's homes, but not me. I'm like the worst in-home dog trainer you could no, ever ask for. Not me, it's great. <laughs> but I feel comfortable with them. That's but that's how I got my I started like so awkward. I, I did eight years of this. Yeah. Before I like started like doing... the fact that I can eat in front of them. Like normally I don't even like eating with like strangers. Really? Yeah. You're so fucking weird. I, I feel comfortable you're, there though. You're so weird. You're so weird. Next. Oh, let's see. Renegade says, I miss your morning rants. Yeah. Um, Jay Drink Walter said a tiny Chihuahua mix off leash came up to my 90 pound corso. Chihuahua mix loaded and rushed trying to bite my corso's ankles. I didn't kick him, but it was close. But the owner grabbed him decently quick. That was good. That was good. But and I would have also said to the owner, it's like, I just, you know, your dog's going to die. If you keep letting your dog do this, it's going to die. And it's and you had every right to kick the dog. And your corso had every right to grab the chihuahua in its mouth. Next. Kim says, I walked into an estimate who was up, who was my neighbor. Instead of putting dogs up, she screamed and yelled at them. Right. My painter refused to come Good. in, rightfully so. Then she hit the dog on in the face. I was sickened. I walked out and said, I can't help you. This is what you should do. So, Kim, do me a favor, Kim. You have it written in your contract, in on your phone, messaging, and you call the owner saying, all dogs need to be put away mm -hmm. when myself or any of my staff is there or we can't help you. And if there was a deposit given, they lose their deposit. During the estimate and all the work, all dogs need to be put away. Or we walk off the job and we still get paid full price. And if an owner can't do that, oh well. There's plenty of people out there that will still hire you. Next. Did we read Bully Strong on Rumble? That said I see him. Oh, no. Hey, Bully Strong. Yeah, I did. But okay. still. Thanks. Thanks. Don't forget we're on Rumble. Join Rumble. You put up our Rumble thing. Or do you want me to put it in the like I don't know. It's hard for me to type from this angle. Amir says, thanks. I also heard trainers say that e-collar put dogs in avoidance, and then the dog can't be trusted near triggers off leash or play with dogs. On the other hand, they recommend tool like head halters. That is also aversive. It's not making sense from my little experience. So you're going to hear a lot of things. You're going to hear a lot of things. Okay. And so, 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 so let me, let's break this all down. Your first comment was that the e-collar puts the dog into avoidance. Now, an e-collar is a great tool to be used to put a dog in avoidance. And let me give you a couple of examples. It's a great tool to keep your dog away from trash cans by putting into avoidance, which you'd want to do. To keep, it, to keep it from eating poop, to keep it from jumping up on the counter. It's a great thing, but you can use an e-collar to fully off-leash train a dog. You can get a dog to get over fears, to get over anxiety, to get over stress, years of it, to get over OCD behaviors. You can get a dog to be trustworthy off-leash and it absolutely, that's one thing. What's the second comment they made? Or near dogs. They can't be trusted to play off leash with dogs. Okay. That is an outright blatant lie. There are, but, but meanwhile, let's forget about the e-collar for a second. There are, there are 
dogs out there that can't be trusted to play with other dogs, no matter what tool they have. Yeah. Like, oh, if you put a head halter on the dog, it'll be now it's also now it's friendly around dogs. That's a stupid fucking statement. Yeah. Again, these are people that don't know anything about e-cowers. They probably never use them. Or if they use them, they they didn't know how to use them. It sounds like they don't know shit about dogs. It's like they don't know they don't know what they're talking about. These are these are outright blatant lies that can be easily disproved by people like myself who have been doing it for twenty years and tons of my colleagues. They have no idea what they're talking about. They have zero idea what they're talking about. And a head halter, which is punitive. Also, that like that has got does that even part of the conversation? Like, like none of these things are none of those things make sense. I can I can get a dog to avoid a lot of things without any collar. It's called dog training. It's not that difficult to do. But again, these are people that don't know what they're talking about. Next. TDP, what do you do with a five-month-old puppy that's eating everything on the ground, rocks, cigarette butts, grass clippings, mold? Okay, so the question is, how do I, this is, the, this is the question, how do I stop my dog from doing an unwanted behavior? So you have to break it down. Let's break it down simply. That's all you need to know. How do I stop my dog from doing an unwanted behavior? This is the answer. You apply a punisher to an instill an inhibitor to stop an unwanted behavior. That's how you do it. So someone will say, use food. What? No. You need to apply a punisher. Now you have to know how to apply the punisher. And that's where you need education on that. Most people don't know how to apply punishers. Well, what kind of punishers do you you, you do you do an e-collar, a prong collar on a leash, but an e-collar is going to be your best thing. The dog's head goes down to eat. First of all, your dog could die. So this, let's be realistic here. The dog could actually die from this behavior. So if you don't stop this behavior, you, the dog will end up dead. So what? Yeah. They eat enough stuff. They have just, there's something called pike out there. So which is dogs that just like obsessively eat stuff, no matter what you do, well, you could override that. So any collar could, could stop that. Dog's head goes down to eat something, you make it suck to eat stuff. That is how you do that. That is how you stop the behavior. That's not mean, that's not cruel, that's not abusive. You're saving the dog's life. Or you're keeping your dog at least out of surgery. Next. Kim said, you're right. That was my bad. No, it's not your bad. It's just like, you just have to have better boundaries. That's it. I mean, you actually, when you left, at least, mm -hmm. at least you left. Some people went to, wouldn't have left. It's like, no. And then also make sure people like hit him, hit him in the pocketbook. Sorry. Like we still get paid. You're still paying us. Mm -hmm. Like I passed on other jobs for this job. You're, you still have to pay. You did follow our rules. It's like this. It's no different than this. You go to someone's house and you paint a wall. It's $500 per wall, whatever. That night, they go, you know what? I think I'm going to take a paintbrush, dip it in, in a different color paint, and just splash it all over the wall. 
you come back the next day, you're like, um, we have to paint the wall again. It's another $500. Like, like you need to put down boundaries. You need to put down boundaries. And you also need to not let stupid people hire you. Next. Sawblade said, I was proud of my five-month-old. He picked up trash. I said, drop it. He spit it out right away. We didn't even miss a step on the walk. Awesome. Awesome. Good. You can all, and if anybody wants to know how to do that, we have a video called Out. It's a free video that we've got on our YouTube channel. Our YouTube channel. That's it right now. That's it right now. Yeah. Yep. Not as many people, like a third as many people that are normally on the show. We just like sprung this on you guys. Yep. And we just sprung it on you. So ask your questions now. Now's a great time to ask your questions because we can give you answers. And um, if you don't, uh, there's no, it doesn't have to be an hour show. And, and then we get to go to the Ca California kitchen fish grill. California fish grill. Yeah. It's a great place. Healthy little bowls. One of the best things about being to in, stay fit and trim on this trip. And one of the greatest things about, um, uh, 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 for hotel living, we buy, we go grocery shopping and we make our own breakfast in our, we have a refrigerator. Um, we make our own breakfast in the room. We eat healthy lunches and we eat healthy dinners and we don't, you know, a lot of people are like, they go, they, you, they go on, on trips and they end up like sick and gaining weight. And it's like, there's healthy options out there. There's plenty of healthy options, but this one restaurant is great. One of the great things about Southern California is all of the healthy options that you actually have out here. Excited for that yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. So ask your questions, Daniel. Daniel from New Zealand says, hi, how are you today? Oh, hey, Daniel. Oh, you're from New Zealand? Didn't know. Nice. <laughs> so hope everyone's doing fantastic. We'll be back on a normal schedule. Um, stay up to date with us on Instagram stories. Uh, our chicken laid its first egg. Yeah. Our girl. Olive. You put a picture of that on the... And not on your page. I put it on my personal page. Oh, you didn't even put it on Instagram stories? Oh. Our first egg, it was blue. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Bully Strong said, Arizona appreciates the time change. Enjoy your dinner. Thank you for the chat. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. Yeah, our West Coast folks probably do. You could do your wake the fuck up with Jeff at 5 a.m. like you always imagined. And then it's still 8 a.m. back home. He's oh, like, here. He's like, fuck that. I'm not waking up that early. Me? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm already up. Yeah, um, I was at the gym this morning already. All right, we have a couple. Sawblade said, for eating carpet through the crate. We bonked and he seems to have stopped. But now and then he will tug a bit. It seems when we're not looking. Yep, that's why a remote collar and a video camera is the answer. That's how you do that. Um, also, though, you could put down like a plastic piece of something under it too. And like, you yeah. should have that under the crate anyway. Right. Just in case they like pee or it gets, it falls out of the crate. I don't right. know. I always like to have a little something under my crate. Right. But if you want to eat your dog from not eating yeah, carpeting. It's still a bad habit. Yeah, exactly. Elizabeth said, thank you for all that you guys do. Oh, you're welcome. Brittany, yay. And go figure you're not home for the egg. Yeah. I know. Those little shits, they waited. I had a feeling it was coming because all, oh. all my chicken people on here, you might know what I'm talking about. When I would walk up to this one chicken, she would like squat. I'm like, is that like a submissive thing? So I Googled it and said like, that's usually what they do when they're like sexually mature right. for the roosters or right. whatever. Yeah. So we'll be getting eggs probably, probably by the time. Well, I texted our neighbor. I'm like, any more? She's like, no. <laughs> We've got one random egg. No, by the time we come home, they'll all be laying. They'll all be laying. 
it says the first month, I guess, can be sporadic. Though. Yeah. They'll go like a week without laying and then right. they'll just lay another one. Yeah. We'll get them. They'll be, they'll be in full, full blown egg laying. Nicole says, I'll probably ask you in depth in a one-on-one, -on -one, but nipping strangers on a leash, fear aggression. He's a Chihuahua Kerr mix, two years old, rescued from a kennel. Okay, so a couple of things, Nicole. Number one, let's call it, let's get rid of the word fear. Let's get rid of the fear. If he was fear aggressive, why isn't he running behind you instead of, I imagine, going towards you? Unless the stranger is, okay. And if a stranger is trying to pet the dog, tell people until this is stopped, even when it is stopped, though, tell people to stop petting your dog. Mm -hmm. Stop. Tell people, no, you cannot pet my dog. And if you have a problem saying that, and a lot of people do, they've got boundary issues, you have to practice that. No, thank you for asking. No, you can't pet my dog. Or if someone doesn't ask, which most people don't, you have to stop them. Literally, don't pet my dog. Um, but let's get rid of the word fear. You have a nippy, possibly aggressive dog but probably just nippy dog, all right? But would you want that dog to be nipping a child? No. So let's just call it, get rid of the word fear, please. It won't It won't help at all. It doesn't make a difference if you worry, if he's rescued or if you got him at eight weeks, eight weeks old. The protocols are all the same. This is the thing. It doesn't make a difference about where you got your dog from. Protocols are the same. They're all the same. We address behaviors that are in front of us. That's what we do. So that could be stopped, but that's a one-on-one. -on -one. You want to do that on a one-on-one. -on -one. Next. Sawboy said he pushes the plastic out of the crate at times. So you can secure that a little bit better, but also you can take a piece of wood, put a piece of wood, like a, a half-inch plywood underneath your dog's crate, and then put that on there as well. You can do that. That's what I meant by like put something under the crate. Because you want like a wire crate on your carpet historically because it'll snag it and stuff. That's just the OCD in me. I don't like having a wire crate on carpeting because it can pull and right. rip and snag. Right. Uh, that's why the plywood will be a nice, flat, even surface too. Yeah. Next. Snuggle buns. My six-month-old Papillon ran away from a little girl in a flowy dress when she tried to pet her. I think the fabric coming so close to her freaked her out. Increased exposure to flowy fabrics. We would, we, would, we would prove that. I would get a flowy dress. I would put my dog in a downstay. Get a flowy dress, okay, and literally start curtains, whatever. You know, curtains, whatever, blowing stuff, and like blankets, right? Just like wavy, yeah. Everything, start everything. Yeah, it's all counter conditioning stuff. It's it's, it's opening we, trash bags when you have to like do that. That yep, scares a lot yep, of dogs. Yeah, it's all it's all it's all dog training. Yeah, we just we just find the cracks, fill them in. Find the cracks, fill them in, which is what we're doing a ton of, you know, this week out here in California. Nicole says quail. I have them for eggs and meat. Nice. Jay drink Walter. When two dogs are altered but have never met, but it's my friend's dog, does my dog's boner in a sit mean he likes the new dog or is that a display of dominance to a girl dog? It's neither. Dogs get boners all the time. Yeah, so do 13-year-old boys. Okay? Like, remember when you were, I don't know if JD, if you're male or female, but you talk to your average man with a penis about his 13 to 15 year old years. And it's like the wind blows. My dick got hard. Like that's just the way it is. It's the way it is. You know, dog, dog can be excited about anything, about anything. Wes lets his out when he's hot. Yeah. I got to cool this thing down. Yeah. 
I don't want sweaty. I don't want sweaty cock. Yeah. Next. Nicole says thank you. You're welcome. Megan, as a dog trainer trying to start up a full time business, what are the best uses of time? What should I focus on first in order to gain new clients and build community? So that is a um, a mentoring online consult question because it's very in depth. Yeah. So if you want, if you want me to help you make a hundred thousand dollars a year. Um, um, number one, you should go think about going to our mastermind, mm-hmm. which is coming up. Joel's going to put the link up right now. All right. And um, but there's there's so many things that I can help you with. Because I went from zero to $1.5 million in the dog training industry. And I'm still, I still train dogs. We like, we still, we still, you know, you know, own a dog training business. So I can help you build up and I've built up. So I build up at least 500 dog trainers, 500 dog trainers are training today. If not closer to a thousand, they started their businesses with Jeff Gelman, not working for me, but consulting, going to a seminar, inspiration, mentorship, um, advice, one-on-ones, um, information that I put out there. So I can definitely help you. Probably it's a good idea, Elizabeth. On our walk today with my dachshund, Remy, two large neighbor dogs, one is a Rottweiler, off-leash, came Jesus up Christ. to sniff her. He was non-reactive with the first, with the second one hovering over and sniffing Remy, reacted by barking and growling. Good. No biting, just noise. Yep. The other owner came over and got his dogs. Yep. Would you correct Remy's behavior? Nope. I did not. He went into a sit as the other dogs were ushered away. Nope, wouldn't correct it at all. I would have frankly booted the dogs. Mm-hmm. Two Rottweilers rushing a dachshund. dachshund? I'd be like, get your fucking dogs away from mine. Oh, my dog is friendly. Next time, too, I would honestly pick up your dachshund because, God forbid, those dogs were aggressive. It doesn't take much to kill a dachshund. Your dachshund would have been dead in less than one second. Like, if I owned a small dog, I would just pick it up. The dogs could have... I know this is a terrible thing, but I've seen it. I've seen it. They They could have been playing tug like your dog would have been a tug toy and this is not like i'm not trying to scare you at all and it's not because the rottweilers they're two large breed dogs with one small breed dogs and your dog barked that could have set them off that could have set them off it would and it takes seconds to kill a dachshund seconds to break their back yeah so i would have neutralize the threat very quickly and anyone that owns two rottweilers that are off leash running up to your dog and if you're in a dog park well then you should have been in the small dog section obviously but i would i would i would prevent that from ever happening again um let's see von fraunhofer von fraunhofer fraunhofer german shepherds you're the best love you guys thank you oh we're just thank you Skyler, what do you do when a dog is in between sizes on a prong? Make sure it's up high enough, number one. And if it's a dog that's prong savvy, you can make it a little bit on the um, snug side. You could do both. You can make it on the snug side or make it on the loose side. All the all it all depends on 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 what's going to work the best. Try both. Also, if it's a dog that is on a three millimeter, you go might to a, be able go to, to go to a two two five. Right. And just add some links. Exactly. 
like we have a great Dane on a two two five right now. Yep. Most people would think three point oh. But... Yep. Yep. Um, Jessica, I had to pick up my small dog when confronted by a pit bull. I just faced the dog until he ran away. Yeah. Anytime you're, any, if you want a small dog and you are rushed by a big dog, pick up your dog and be ready to start kicking. Yeah. We just, I'm, I'm telling you, it's just like, it's, it, 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 your dog's life can be over so quick. We've seen it too many times, mm -hmm. too many times, too many times. It's just like. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. Yeah. It doesn't make a difference to breed. I don't care. I don't care if it's a labradoodle that rushes you. I don't care. It's the size difference. It's the size difference. Next. Elizabeth said, thank you for your input on that. We were walking down my street. He had met one of them in the past. The two large dogs were calm, but I really appreciate your comments that Remy's barking could have set them off. Thank yeah. You. And it doesn't make a difference that they're calm. They're calm. They were calm then. Or your dogs are calm. Like you could have dogs that approach your dog and they're calm now, like literally right now. And within seconds, they can go from calm. Those to are usually the worst fights. To, to uncalm. When the dogs are quiet. Right. Those are the deadly fights. Also, they could have been loading. If you don't understand dog, you know, communication, dog body language. Well, what does it look like? I'm like, it's too, we'd have to, it looks different with, a, with almost every dog. So, like and most people can't read dogs properly, so you're better off being safe than sorry. Mm -hmm. You're better off, and you know. And some people are like, "Well, I don't want to be mean." It's like you don't want to be mean. Okay, so be nice and own a dead dog. I, I it's just like it's like there's so many worst case scenarios and and this isn't applicable but trust me there's probably millions of times that it's been the best case scenario millions of times mm -hmm. but guess what when 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 you make a living rehabbing dogs and working with aggression like this is what this is how you think yeah you we know usually see the worst case scenario. we see the worst of the we see the worst we see the worst so our advice is based on that. And we don't want to make paranoid. Like we can't stand dog parks. And a lot of people feel the same way. But meanwhile, there are people that go to dog parks three times a day for 10 years that have never had a bad experience. Well, they're going to love dog parks. And they've got every reason to love dog parks. But there's also people that go to a dog park the first time and their dog gets attacked. Mm -hmm. So, <clears throat> Sawblade said, we keep getting rushed by dogs where I live because people lose control of them. One tried to bolt across traffic to get to us today. Stupid. Wow. Yeah. So carry bear spray, a hiking stick, golf club, tennis racket. Be ready to boot the dog. And, you know, again, people have got to realize none of this is dog training. This is just all just like common sense safety. What would you do if you had, you know, like little, put it this way, Emma. Emma is the, is the one-year-old that is the daughter of the folks that, whose house we are at right now. And, and she's like walking around right now. And we're getting her to be around the dogs. And the dogs are doing great around her. But if she was, you know, in a stroll, say she was like walking down the streets and a dog came running over, Emma would get picked up and that dog would get booted. 
It's like, it's so important. Yet people have to realize we are seeing more and more aggression than ever before. And we are seeing more and more unknowledgeable, entitled dog owners more and more than ever before. So you put those two together and Jeff makes these freaking like extreme uh, 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 responses. Next. Skylar, we currently have a red retriever in training and the dog's in for a refresh on walking. We tried the 225 and the three, but both are in between. We can make it super tight and it still slides down. Mm, that's smooth coat. So you can just get the dog on a remote collar and um, remote collar trained for heel. You can use a slip lead and a remote collar and, yeah. just, and just use a remote collar to train. Uh, but if it slips down, make it tighter. So it's probably too loose. Also, put another collar underneath it so it can't slip down. Yeah, using the e-collar will hold it like yep. in place. Yep. Kim said, I love my 225. Thanks for mentioning that a few weeks back. You're welcome. Mallory, we saw three dogs in a walk yesterday and level 45 got my dog to not react. He did get a little over threshold when we got by our building. Yep. But I was able to get him in a down even when the other dog was still in sight. Yep. yep. Don't worry about levels. We were like right now at the house in California, one of the dogs blows through 100. Literally, like, like I and the most dumbest stuff. Yep. She's just like greeting someone at the door, blowing yep. through a hundred. Doesn't care about a hundred. Like, I never ever. The biggest advice I can tell people about levels is never care what level you're at. Be aware, obviously. Obviously, if the dog responds incredibly well to a to a certain level, like at eighteen, well, then you don't work at sixty. But don't ever be afraid to go up. Like, oh, the dog didn't listen to me at 10. Well, fucking go up to 20, 30, yeah. 40, 50. It's like, these are just numbers on a dial. That's all they are. Obviously, yes, it gets more intense, but it doesn't matter. The dog will tell you whether it's working or not. Next. Elizabeth said, yeah, got to get over what the neighbor would think if I picked up my dog and walked away. Get, don't Thanks my, for keeping it real. Who gives a fucking shit what the neighbor thinks? Yeah. I can. I mean, I don't give a shit if the neighbor. Like, if I had to boot the neighbor's dog, I don't care. What do I care what my neighbor thinks? I don't care what what they think about me, my kid, yeah. about Joelle, about us, about my the vehicle choice that I have, about my jet skis, about like the the length of my grass, about like what I eat. I, I don't care. I don't care about what my neighbor thinks about anything. And guess what? We're friends with our neighbors. I don't give a shit what they think. Why would you care what your neighbor thinks? Why would you care? Is your neighbor paying your bills? And even if they were, why would you care? It's just another fucking human being and they happen to occupy a home next to you. That's it. Next. All right. Courtney, how do I get my puppy to stop biting me when playing? He's more interested in my hands than his toys. So we have a live course coming out with a, it's a live green to graduate course coming out. It's going to be 10 to 14 days long. We'll be announcing that. End of the month, a couple of days. In a couple of days. And one of the dogs, it's a five, it'll be a six month old dog when we get it. And that dog chews all the way up your arm and you'll see how I stop that in 
five seconds. Mm -hmm. And I'm gonna be using a bonker to do it. Next. Um, Kim says, love that it's lightweight, great for thumper. Nice. Julie, how should I go about introducing my five month old 15 pound mixed terrier puppy to family members? Oh, yeah, he's got bumped. One year old, 30 pound spaniel that is friendly. My dog hasn't been with other dogs since about 14 weeks old. I've been working him down near my neighbor's barking dogs, and he seems unconcerned. Seems comfortable with dogs he's seen from a distance. So you have one dog, and they have one dog. Yes. Oh, I don't know. There's there's, there's too many variables. I don't know you. I don't know the dog. I don't know the neighbor's dog, and I don't know your neighbor. So the, this is what I can tell you to do: go for a walk together. That's what I can say. I can safely tell you to go for a walk together. As far as meeting, there are so many variables. Because if I tell you one thing, I, I have told people how to do it step by step. And they videotape it. And they show me the videotape because it didn't go well. And I'm like, that's not what I told you to do. Well, you literally didn't follow any of my instructions whatsoever. You were on your own agenda. And you didn't describe your dog correctly. And you didn't describe the neighbor's dog correctly. And you missed seven different times that told you it was about to go bad. So there's way too many variables. But on a one-on-one -on -one consult with videotaping, like we can we can get through this. We can get through this. So, you know, there's a but what I can though is say is safely go for a walk together. Go for a walk together. Next. JW back from Australia. Oh wow. Bye. Nice. AU is beautiful. I love it over there. Um, Skylar, see, I want to use a remote, but they only paid for a refresh and not a full training package with the e-collar. So I have to find a way without the e-collar. I'll try another collar, though. Well, is the dog e-collar trained? If the dog is e-collar trained, give them a refresh for the e-collar. Or it doesn't sound like it is. Then you would still use an e-collar if you want to. It's not about what they paid for. If you want to just if you want to do the right thing, e-cower e-cower heal the dog. It's only just it's just for heal. Just train the dog for heal. Tell the owners all all, all about it. But just put you can take an e-cower though because it has a box on it. it. Doesn't even have to be turned on and put it snug uh, underneath the prong collar mm -hmm. and it'll keep it from sliding down. Next. Um. Sean says, hi, Jeff. I have a mini doodle who glee pees all the time oh. when seeing people because of how amped up she is. Any suggestions? Yeah, you have to start working on under, keeping getting your dog to not be so aroused when it meets people. Also, how is it meeting people? So the dog needs to start existing around people, existing around people, and then you start proofing the dog. You would get the dog into a down or place and then have people get really, really excited, and then you correct the dog for being excited. So you need to have the dog learn how to be neutral energy-wise when people are happy. So, so, But even if it just sees people, don't let your overexcited dog be meeting people. That's the, that's the first step. So you have to learn how to stop over-arousal, and you do that with a correction. Next. Julie says, got it. Thanks. We'll try the walk. Cool. Got it. Skyler said no, he's not e-collar trained. Okay. So just just put the collar there and just keep keeps the um prong from sliding down. Next. 
Mallory, how did you get into dog training? Um, I've told the stories hundreds and hundreds of times. Welcome to my channel if you're brand new. Um, uh, 20 years ago, I didn't know anything about dogs. I got a German Shepherd puppy and I made every single mistake that all of you are making. And I finally found some help. Somebody helped me. And then um, I uh, started helping other people because they saw how well-trained my dog was. But even though like, I didn't know a lot, but I knew enough to start helping people and I'm really human focused. So I used my human skills and limited dog training skills, but excellent human skills to create a fantastic life for myself. But I'm still working hard every day. And um, now I'm making online courses with Joelle to help even more people. So that's how I got into it. Next. Tyler says, thank you, Jeff. You're welcome. That's it. Yep. And I got my first dog at 37 years old. I'm 57 now. That's wild. That's so wild. I wasn't didn't come out of the womb training dogs. Most good dog trainers literally have the same story I have. What the hell did you wait so long for to get a dog? Just weren't sure. I never thought about it. Damn. Probably because I. As soon as I moved out, I got a dog. Couldn't wait to get a dog. As soon as I bought this one house, I probably got a dog. Mm. Yeah. That's probably what happened. I got bought a house with a yard and I got a dog. And and, and, and I, I rented up until then. I see. Yeah, it's probably what it was. Let's see. Skylar said Larissa laughs every time she hears your voice. He's a baby whisperer yeah. too. Hey, Larissa. Kids hi, love Jeff. Hi, sweetheart. Hi, honey. Sawblade, I got my first dog that was mine in the house. Mm. Was like nine. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I mean, I grew up with dogs, but no, no. I got my first, my own dog at 18, 19. Yeah, yep. I don't know what the fuck I was doing, but. Yep. On my folks' refrigerator, and uh, they have a picture of, like, the dog that I remember growing up with. It was a miniature schnauzer named Barney. Yeah. Kim says, I love you guys. You're such great people. Oh, thank you, Kim. Thanks, Kim. You're pretty cool yourself. Yeah. All right. I'm ready for dinner. I'm ready for dinner. My neck's killing me too, sitting at this desk. Desk, desk is an awkward height. It's very awkward. Is it? Yeah, I don't like this height. No. The chairs are like too tall or something. No. It feels weird to me. Right. Sable. Oh, wait, hold on. Mary, I got to my car after a hike and the car pulled up with barking dogs. I had my dog on a leash to sit ready to load when they let their dog out of the car it ran over to my dog and my dog jumped on it she ran over screaming as i pulled my dog back i did not crack my dog but loaded and left what would jeff have done i would have probably kicked all the dogs curse that person kicked out. all the dogs and screamed at the person it's like what the fuck do you think you're doing yeah like did you not see me here with my dogs what did you think your dogs were going to do is this your first time owning the all these barking, screaming, out of control dogs, and then pulling up to a park next to another dog. You didn't know your dog. You didn't know your dogs were going to do this. You damn well right. You knew your dogs were going to do this. You're irresponsible and you're an asshole. Don't fucking do it again. Because next time I'll take a crowbar to them. Yeah, that's what we would have done. Yeah. So what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. What the fuck's your problem? It's like, like I have no sorry. For that. People need to be read the riot act Zero in order to start changing their behavior. Or, or, or because it's an entitled society. And trust me, I'm a very nice person. 
I'm coming across probably as a major a-hole on this show, but it's like, no. But like, like, I have no tolerance for stupid people. I have zero tolerance. And it's stupid people with out-of-control dogs, I have beyond no tolerance for. Because you're like it could be horrifically dangerous. Horrifically dangerous. Sawblade said, my first dog was a hound terrier mix. My mom was saying no, but it was too late. Oh, there you go. Skylar said she got a big smile. Oh, hey, honey. Miss you. Send me a picture. Mm. Send Uncle Jeff a picture, okay? Sawblade said, have a good one. Have a good one, too, Sawblade. Via Mirror said, thank you. Also, is it possible or fair to try to fix dog-dog resource guarding? Do you have a course that talks to this? Fair? Absolutely. Your life will be great. Yeah, we do actually have a resource guarding course. Mm -hmm. If you go to the academy, there's a resource guarding course, but it's beyond possible. Anybody that says it isn't possible has no idea what they're talking about. They have no idea what they're talking about. You can fix this actually in, like, so I, big deal, I'm a dog trainer and I've done a lot of this stuff. I, I can fix it in one session. So in one session, I could stop this behavior. So we have a course on it that's not a lot of money, and it's it's on resource guarding and it's applicable towards dog 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 human um, so many different things and it's not just food it's like any resource out there whatsoever any resource out there whatsoever. I'm trying to link it, but this computer's internet. So if you go to academy.solidcanidetraining.com, uh, you go to the res look for the resource guarding video, and um, Joel's gonna put a link of it up right now. But you can still do that for all the people, especially that are listening on podcasts, because we had a lot of people on podcasts. Um, all right, but it's absolutely absolutely fair. Yeah. 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 And necessary. Yeah. Anything but. Anything, any behavior that is not acceptable is fair to correct. It's fair to correct. Constance said, good to see your faces. Today was the big Indy 500 here. Looking forward to the new uploads on the California floor. Oh, awesome. Yeah, we're doing daily. I mean, we, there's like, if you check no, out. No, but the videos themselves, I won't be editing probably. Oh, for the course. Yeah, so if you want to buy the course. It's like mid-June. It's the four-dog yeah. course. And there's already about 20, close to 30 videos already up. But now this whole California trip, that's all going to be added as well. Mm -hmm. So it's a whole other dynamic. Of, it's, oh, it's, of, a, it's kind of a shit show here at first. So. Yeah, integrating the dogs. Yeah, because a lot of troubleshooting. Yep, and we and you see sort of, of corrections. You could you could see a lot of how difficult it is when you start seeing the layout of the property because it's, yeah. it's we're up in the California hills, so there's like it's, this property's got like five different um, water stairs levels. Yeah, so there's a lot, a lot of, of corners where the dogs will run. You can't freaking see what the hell they're doing. Yep, yep. And they're just stressed beyond belief yep. because they're like, holy shit, there's rules here now. Yep. A lot of stress. Yeah. All right, everybody. Madly in love with you. Time for us to go. We'll talk to you all later. And we will do at least one more show, probably two more shows, though, while we're in California. All right? All right. Take Good care. Night, guys. All right. Bye-bye.